he charged me with resisting arrest. Get that confidence in jail. I object. Hello, fellow patriots, and welcome back to another episode of Allegedly Bravo. I'm Cash. And I'm Lauren. Hi, how are you? Wow. (laughs) Wow, 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 wow. You guys, it's never an episode of Allegedly Bravo without some technical difficulties. Exactly. Like, is it an episode if we didn't have to spend an hour beforehand trying to figure out what to do? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) This is like our 30th one, too. Like, you'd think by now we'd have the hang of it. And unfortunately, we just don't. And I truly live with, like, IT. And still. Yeah. And I use my computer every single day for work. You know, I've had to my wi-fi we've had had some significant wi-fi issues we've been having wi-fi outages throughout our neighborhood but then we got it up we got connected to the 5g and i think it's zoom i'm blaming zoom we i would love to blame zoom 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 i'm blaming but other than that doing great it's a saturday man oh i love saturdays and i've had such a good saturday like we woke up um, we went to like the thrift store and did some thrift shopping. And then I went to the pet store while my man went to Lowe's. I said, bye. I'll come back in a half hour. Mm-hmm. And I got to play with a chinchilla. And then I got to eat like the best cheeseburger ever. And now I'm here. Like, I can't. <laughs> Wait. Inform the listeners of this chinchilla journey you're on. Oh, my God. Okay. I We can't have a dog. In the place that we're living right now. Um, And my George Glass is so allergic to like cats and really everything. So I was like, well, I I mean, rightfully so. I need to have a full though, like animal, you know, like snuggling Mm -hmm. all the time. Um, So I looked it up and chinchillas are relatively like hypoallergenic and they don't, they really just like eat hay. So I've been on the hunt and I finally found a cute little bonded pair. So Mm -hmm. I might be getting a chinch. Or it sounds like two. It sounds like two. Well, I said one, but George Glass is like, if, if one, why not two? And I was like, that's, I love you. So I'm going to get two. I feel like, I feel like we got to get you a chinchilla coat. And so you can just be walking around a faux one, of course. We a would faux never one, wanna, of course. I'll be never like, I'm your mommy. The chinchies. <laughs> yeah. Hi, so I'm dark. your mommy. So <laughs> Come cuddle me. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you were having an exciting Saturday. Thank you. And there's no better way than to top it off with a little bit of a debriefing on all things housewives. And we're doing a little housewives adjacent and just some pop culture kind of moments that have happened over the course of the last couple of weeks because it has been a minute since I have it, been on the pod guys work has been, has been that's okay so we chose some fun stories just to talk about I think we have what four or five yeah depending and, on how you look at it it could be four it could be five you know and again going housewives adjacent and totally non-housewives because there are a few that I just want to talk about and please don't add us don't come for us don't tell us hey look you guys Pride yourselves on being a Bravo podcast. We are, but we also like to talk about some pop culture things, right? Yeah, I know. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. Like, okay, can I just vent for a second, I guess, while we're on this topic? Sure. Don't get me wrong. I love Bravo. I love it. I love the housewives. I love them. But at the end of the day, like, things happen elsewhere, too, that I also love and that I'm also interested Mm -hmm. in. And it's like... I, I'm not going to put baby in a corner. I'm just not. No. We're pop culture reality TV legal analysts. Exactly. That's what, you know, and. It's what my resume so says. anyways, we're. <laughs> adding that to the resi. Uh-huh. So let's get in the first story that we are going to talk about. You guys, it's happened again. Miss Countess Luan. She was kicked out of the townhouse in Manhattan. And Lauren, do you know anything about this bar? So I do based on what my brother told me. Because, you know, my brother used to live out there. Yes. 
So will you describe it then for the listeners? Because this isn't just some random bar that you're going to wander into on a drunken Saturday night. No, this is very deliberately like, okay, according to my brother who lived and sort of still does in New York as a gay man. He told me that that is the bar you go to, to like where the young guys go to meet a sugar daddy Mm -hmm. or you just know you're, it's just a straight up gay bar. Like, and it's straight, it's like no straight people really. And there's drag queens and performances and pianos. And like, it just seems like a great time. But it's very, very high end from what I've heard. Yes, exactly. It's the sugar daddy place. That's where you go. It is. Yeah, it's like the elite of the elite gay men in Manhattan are going there mm-hmm. to enjoy a cocktail on the weekend. And, you know, the cute boys are going to roll in and, yes. you know, there's going to be some mingling. Yes. So it's very, very nice from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. So Luann, I, I invite <laughs> you to go read. I think it was the Today Show. This is where I pulled this information from. According to Luann, she had been practicing and rehearsing all day. Before she went to this bar, to the townhouse, prepping for her Broadway show. She had been rehearsing, hanging out with producers and friends. And so they go. She was having a grand old time, decided to hop up on the stage because they allow you to do like a, they allow you, I guess, to hop on the mic and perform. It's like interactive and just give people an opportunity to sing. And so I guess she got up there and jammed with the piano guy for a little bit, the pianist, and sang some Broadway songs. Yeah. Yeah. Sing, sing some Broadway songs. And then it turned, you guys. Oh, God. So according to an onlooker, Luann <laughs> appeared to be extremely liquored up and kept in, on insisting of singing her song, Money Can't Buy You Class. Money Can't Buy You Class. And so she's being extremely insistent on singing the song and the piano, the pianist is like, well, I don't know that. Of course, because we're talking about an upscale Manhattan bar. You're right. He's like, there's, I can do rocket, he's man. Like, <laughs> he's like, I went to Juilliard. I do not know what <laughs> Muddy Can't Buy You classes. <laughs> and so she kept, though, I guess, nagging him and he kept saying, no, no, no. But then she insisted and I guess was like belting it out. And trying to sing it on her own. And the crowd kept booing her and kept, and she kept yelling and insisting, I'm a cabaret star. Oh my God. That is so fucking Luann. It like, I can see it. And I wish I was there. (laughs) Before being thrown out, you guys, by staff. So the, so she then issued an apology to the staff at the townhouse saying, you know, after getting kicked out because she was hogging the mic. Okay. (laughs) And so she issues an apology and she said, I want to apologize to the staff at the townhouse and anyone else I may have offended by my behavior. Clearly, my struggles with alcohol are real. I've made great strides over the years. There's been times I've fallen. It's one day at a time. I'm in recovery and taking steps to ensure this doesn't happen again. I'm grateful to my family and my friends for their constant support. Well, you know, I got to say, she's running out of friends with constant support because at some point, like, I know we say, like, listen, love ya, like, we'll support you endlessly. But at some point, like, bruh, pull yeah, yourself up by your bootstraps, girlfriend. But with what we've seen going on in the Bravo world about kind of them canceling Real Housewives of New York City, creating a new brand for Real Housewives of New York City, and then creating this, like, legacy, you know, kind of offshoot of Roni with like Mm -hmm. the older women I mean think about it history repeats itself every single time Luann faces some type of obstacle in her life she relapses in some way you know and there's always these like manic episodes and I think you're right that she's like starting to run out of friends that can be consistent and she's I think she's just hanging out with the wrong people maybe And I think the thing with Luann is, like, listen, I know that, like, alcoholism and stuff, like, that's terrible and really hard to deal with. And, you know, it comes with the ups and the downs and, like, the relapses Mm -hmm. and the sober moments. But Luann, like, lady, you just came out with, like, a a faux rosé brand, like, you have yeah. this new brand of like being sober and all this. Like, 
I I totally get it if you're gonna relapse like it's very hard to stay sober like I can't imagine how Mm -hmm. people do it but do like don't go out to the like most prestigious gay bar and sing a song like come on that's asking to be put on page six and we've taken the firm stance I think in prior episodes that we've never thought Luann was ever voluntarily sober um, you know, right. that story and that narrative she spewed during the early stage, like post-release where she's like, I'm sober. It's because she had an app, like an abstention clause in her probation. Yeah, exactly. And, so, and that, they, that was just for optics. And I think she's trying to be sober because she thinks that's what people want. And she's actually not becoming sober because it's something she mm-hmm. needs to do. Right. And maybe this is a wake up call. Because I love sober Luann. She's so gorgeous. Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, and she... Stunning. She she does things that are normal. She's just a great... When she's sober, she's amazing. Because she's herself. And And she's more fun to watch. Yeah. And when she gets these... I mean, we all love when she fell in the bushes, okay? I mean, that was an iconic moment. I'll never forget it. Iconic. So... It sounds like maybe she's going into recovery if it's a formal or informal. Not sure. But I bet she's going to probably go do like a 30 day stint somewhere. Yeah. Homegirl's about to go to promises where Anna Delvey was <laughs> like she needs some R&R and some yoga and a detox. Um, but my favorite part of the whole, I was reading the article on page six, like that's where my brother uh-huh. sent it to me from. And there's this paragraph that made me laugh so hard. It okay. says, undeterred and liquored up, De La Seps kept belting out jumbled version of songs, which were so intolerable that the crowd began booing her in front of stunned drag queens, including Tiffany Ann Coke, Shiny Penny, Lauren O'Dare, and Chandelier, says another source. And it's just like, I've never heard of the term stunned drag queen. Drag queens? I've never heard of that. (laughs) That's bad. You don't want the gays to turn on you. You don't. No. You don't. I mean, there's no way she's ever going to go back there, right? Well, unfortunately, this is Luann. She's probably there for brunch, to be quite frank with you. We'll be back after a quick break. Finding Ruby is the incredible true story of a 16-year-old tricked by a seemingly innocent Facebook message. A message that would lead her from the protection of the mountains to the nightmare of an online trafficking den. Her first message to me was like, Hi, are you looking for a job? Ruby is hidden from the world, from everyone except her abusers. But she isn't alone. There is a team of people looking for her, and they will stop at nothing to find her. This isn't just the fight of her life. It's their fight too. Search for Finding Ruby today. Stick to the Regency. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, that's our update on Luann. I guess we'll continue to keep you abreast if we get any... I'm sure there's, I'm sure if recovery's not around the corner, oh. another incident's going to be right around mm-hmm. the corner. Exactly. Just you wait. Wine Wednesday's coming quicker than you think. <laughs> it sure is. Okay, so my story is about our, the world's most favorite cheerleader, besides Torrance. Hayden Penetier got into a fist fight on Thursday. <gasps> okay. I'm so excited you're talking about this because I saw the headline and I interpreted it as she was, you know, caught in the crossfire. You know, right. like people, and, were, people were going crazy and she was just there. All right. And I feel like, listen, I don't know if I'm a Hayden Penetier stan or something, but I'm going to take the side of Hayden. Like, I think she kind of was just there. OK, OK. But, OK, OK. So I'll tell you the story. OK, so Hayden and her boyfriend will call him his name's brian um they were out at a hotel bar called sunset marquee which is a very she 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 kind of place to hang out mm-hmm. so they're at the bar and allegedly there's like some other group there and the other group left a bad tip for the waitress and so mm-hmm. hayden's boyfriend started talking shit and was like what the fuck like you're leaving a bad tip 
X, Y, Z, whatever. So then the other, like the people he was yelling at said that Brian spit on them. And that's I mean, when, okay, wait. And that's when everything flipped. Okay. First of all, shout out to Brian and Hayden for standing up for their waitresses. We've all worked in the service injury, mm-hmm. in, industry, customer service. We know what it's like. There's nothing more offensive than not leaving a tip. Exactly. I, I And so... God bless them for standing up and saying something because I have. Have you ever been with somebody that leaves zero dollars? I've been with people who leave like very bad tips that it's almost like worse than leaving zero dollars. Like I would have been more comfortable with them leaving zero dollars. And then I overcompensate. You know what I mean? I'm like, Uh okay, I can't. Like then it's like, oh, you're not even going to tip 15%. Like I guess I'm tipping 100, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so they, so then, did you say Brian's the one that spit? Or so allegedly spit the other, Brian? the other party said that Brian spit at them. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But I mean, when, we can't be spitting you guys in this like no. COVID Come on. pandemic, post pandemic world. That's assault with a deadly weapon, I would argue. So, <laughs> so I guess they started fighting in the bar and then the hotel people were like, get the F out. Like, I'm so sorry, but like, we just can't have this kind of ruckamore, in here. So they go outside and I guess the, uh, boyfriend Brian and this other guy are still going at it and fighting. And Hayden was trying to break up the fight. So she like gets in the middle as you do. And she's like, what? Five zero feet tall. Yeah. Trying to get in the middle of these two guys. Apparently, she got kicked in the face. <gasps> I know. That's alleged. Okay. Hayden, if you're listening, let, let us know if it was true or not. But apparently, like, finally, a security guard came and broke everything up. And they're all getting ready to go back in the hotel. And then Brian goes back for fucking more and starts going more Whoa. after this guy. Okay. So apparently, this okay, whole time. So originally. Okay, so originally started off with a good deed and then really just went full 180. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Full 180. So I guess while she's trying to break up the fight, Hayden is screaming, Brian, Brian, jail, jail. Reminding Brian. What? It's like like yelling at your dog, like, Stella, bad dog. Yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Cage, crate. You know, yeah. so she's yelling at the, at him because um, apparently Mr. Brian is on probation until the year 2025 <gasps> because he was for arrested what? for DV and assault attacks oh. against Hayden. Whoa. And apparently okay. he was also ordered to four years probation, 52 DV classes and a $500 mm-hmm. fine. Which is standard. We know that mm-hmm. 52 week class is required as a term of probation. If you plead to a domestic violence charge mm-hmm. and they are very strict, like you have to go Good. every single, if you miss a, yeah, if you miss a class, like your probation can just be outright terminated. Yeah. Okay. So I know domestic violence is a very sensitive topic. So I just want to touch on this briefly. My understanding is that Hayden Panettiere has had a history of being in uh, physically abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. This is, her ex-husband correct um so was it the, he also arrested or her I prior partner was, was also wrestler. arrested he was like an mma fighter or something wasn't he mm-hmm. he's big huge huge yeah but i so, i believe that you're correct he's there was something weird there too i feel like we need to protect hayden panettiere at all costs now that does hayden panettiere have any good her. girlfriends like we need to bring her into our friend group of you and me yeah <laughs> Sad. We could save everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <geez. laughs> well, I hope. Okay, so he was. So, so we don't know if any charges were pressed or anything. Do at we? this point? At this no time? charges have been pressed or anything. Like the o- the only reason we know about this is because somebody caught a few snaps and all that. Okay. Like no one even but- got footage from inside the restaurant. Okay, but we know that he is on probation, and this, the the fact, if the police were called and they created an incident report and they interviewed Brian, Brian's probation officer is going to be notified that he was involved in this incident, 
and it's likely going, if not going to be fresh charges, it will at least probably be a probation violation. Yeah. Unless there isn't evidence. I mean, if he was the aggressor. It sounds like um might need more than the 52-week class. Maybe a yoga session. A, you know, Some like meditation. a sound bath. You need mm-hmm. to decompress, honey. What is wow, going well, on? I mean, I, I mean, it's I, like you're sitting there. You're, you're on probation, like, for hitting people. And now you're so, just going to go hit people? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, again... Came in with the best intention, but wow, it turned it turned dark really fast. It did. It know? did. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think? I hope Hayden's okay. I mean, gosh, terrible if she got kicked in the face. Yeah. And if she was, if she was caught in the middle, we hate to see that. I mean, I have been at bars before where I have seen. That's why. Oh. Just don't. If you see men fighting, this leave. is a PSA. Leave. Do not interject yourself because I was at a. New Year's Eve party in Newport Beach one mm-hmm. year. This was probably like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And a girl was trying to break up a fight between her and her boy or her boyfriend, another man, got involved. And the guy punched her square in the face. Yeah. It was an accident. Of course. Knocked her out, fell backwards. Yeah. And my jaw hit the floor as I was shoving a burrito in my mouth. <laughs> That's why I just don't get involved no no and also, don't get involved don't get hurt and also don't fight each other just fucking grow up for god's sakes it's so caveman-y when people fight like it bugs me i mean there's always a time and place you know like in a pro- self-defense right okay but, totally i mean at a sunday brunch in the city i mean you know, it's like it's just, just go give the lady a hundred bucks brian like i don't know why we're fighting I don't know yeah, why we're physically you're... fighting is the thing. Like, just give the lady more money if you're so mad. And why are we spitting? You why know? are we spitting? We're in a pandy. Just... I'd hit you too. Yeah. <laughs> I would. It's so crazy. Okay, yeah. So okay, what, well... what do you think, though, before we move on? Do you think Hayden was an, a bystander or was she like? Bystander. See? Bystander. Yeah. But... But to play like somewhat of a devil's advocate, yeah. you know, you you are a reflection of the company that you keep. Uh-huh. And, you know, it, there's a certain type of person that's attracted to a person that has a little bit of rage in them. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming both of them probably have a temper. And oh, yeah, I'm sure. Maybe. We don't know the full story. So I'm not, I don't want to totally We're speculating. Speculate, but yeah, I would just. I would assume she was a bystander. You know, she may have popped off, maybe made a comment. Oh, I would have. I mean, that's who I am in the relationship. I'm yeah. the one just popping off. Like, I would have been the girl that would be like, seriously, you're not leaving a tip? What? I know. Exactly. And then, and then my boyfriend's sitting there like, please shut up. Stop Don't talking. do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, really? Well, my boyfriend's going to kick your ass, okay? <laughs> no, I would never yeah. say that. But <laughs> As they're, like, walking out the door. <laughs> I had a friend who did that, and she was like, my brother's going to kick your ass. And these people literally came for her brother, and we were like, whoa, 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 whoa. She's (laughs) drunk. (laughs) It's a figure of speech, okay? Yeah. (laughs) And we're both dating, like, kind of nerdy-ish men, you know, who are... Who are very protective. (laughs) But also, like, very just like, please, come on, let's work. Right. Very, yeah, chill. Exactly. Okay, can well, you please tell can... me about the next story? Oh, you guys. Okay. So, as I said in the beginning, we're doing some non-housewife stories. And this is, just to piggyback off the hate admittance here of it all, I promise the next story is going to be uh, housewives related. But yes. this, you guys, it's not criminal. I mean, I guess you could allege that it's criminal and criminal behavior in some way. This is a story, I don't know if any of you guys are aware of, Remy Bader she is a fashion, a plus size fashion influencer model. Icon, really. Um, she Icon. She blew up about two years ago, like right in the peak mm-hmm. of COVID because she was sharing these like realistic fashion hauls on her TikTok where she was reviewing like H&M and Zara and for brands not being size inclusive or saying, you know, hey, here's a size extra large. It should fit this body. And then she puts it on and you can't even button it. I mean, yeah all been there before we've all been there she just put it on tiktok i mean brave she she, yeah she put it on tiktok and she like shows her body like she'll put bathing suits on and stuff and so 
Anyways, she's moved on from taking down fashion brands to taking down airlines. Good for her. So she is an avid traveler, obviously. And so she went and took a Delta flight. So she took a Delta flight and she posted on her TikTok and was complaining that, you know, the seatbelts are too small and it's ridiculous. Like, come on here. Let me see. I I have a quote. So the New York Post shared and re kind of like wrote a story on this whole TikTok that she posted a while ago. And so Remy Bader calls out Delta Airlines for allegedly having, in quotes, scrawny seatbelts that apparently don't fit around her waist. She told Delta, in quotes, figure it out and said, I shouldn't need to ask for an extender. It should be easy at Delta. Mm -hmm. So Bader then claimed that the new planes have way shorter seatbelts than they did before. And she was freaking out after not being able to fasten her seatbelt before takeoff. And then she went and she approached the flight attendant. The flight attendant said, well, you have to sit down and here, take a... uh, take a seatbelt extender and i guess that made remy bader feel embarrassed i would so the new york post so the new york post posts this obviously on their website and then on their instagram and the reason why i wanted to talk about it is because there has been a lot of backlash about remy bader making this moment go viral and there's also a lot of backlash from the new york post about writing the story up really i invite you yes so i invite you to go to the comment section on the new york post instagram i'm gonna read some of the controversial comments because this thing was blowing up so one person commented and said you have to bring your own extender you know another person said airlines give out seatbelt extenders all you have to do is ask another person called bader entitled Somebody said there's Entitled? lots of options. Lose lots of options. Lose weight. Get a seatbelt extender. Don't fly at all if it's an issue. But no, she needs to call out a non-issue and get some int- attention instead. Somebody said maybe what? she should go for a walk. What? Somebody and then another commenter said the airline should give her a complimentary gym membership. <gasps> so there are, I think, almost two thousand comments on this post. Holy Bader fuck. gets involved in these comments, starts responding to people. And a lot of people eventually came to Remy's defense. Yeah, I hope. And people were shaming the New York Post, saying, how dare you? Like, why are you sharing the story and allowing these negative comments? And Remy <laughs> stepped into a conversation where somebody told her to eat less. And she replied, no, with a smiley face. Right. Like, fuck so, off. So I wanted to bring this up because I wanted your opinion on it. Of, okay. You know, is this something that the airline should be taking into consideration or is the is the option a seatbelt extender it's not like they're being denied act like somebody who's of plus size who can't fit in a regular seatbelt is being denied access to fly there's just an alternate option that being the extender but she thinks that she shouldn't have to ask and that it should be size inclusive And I would have to agree with Remy. Like, I don't understand. We've all been in an airplane. And how many Mm -hmm. times are you like, holy fuck, like the seat gets smaller and smaller. Like these seatbelts get tighter and tighter. And like, yeah, okay, I understand there has to be some limit. Like you can't have like a five foot long seatbelt. Like, sure. Mm -hmm. But Remy is a very normal sized person. Like Remy Mm -hmm. is not like a 500 pound six foot tall person like she's probably like maybe 250 maybe my height like it's a very normal body type that people have and I think that if you're telling someone with a normal body type like well you could ask for a seatbelt extender it's like or they could just make the thing fit like why should it be that after your size you know whatever it works out to I don't know medium or whatever like you have to ask for a seatbelt. What's the point? They have all the seatbelts there anyway, so you can't tell me it's a weight thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, what's the point? Yeah. I don't get it. Why Why make it smaller? Why not give us the extra slack? Why not? Yeah. Pull it and tighter. And to play devil's advocate, yeah, I, to play devil's advocate, though, it's if this is only a small percentage of the population, right, that are requiring the seatbelt extenders, why are these airlines going to then accommodate but is you know, it a small population? A, is it? I, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. I would but be I was just trying curious. to play devil's advocate. Yeah, of course. It would be interesting. 
it would be really interesting to get a like I would a like a chart from yeah, all of Yeah, I would like to know how from, many people per how many flights do you give out seatbelt extenders and of uh-huh. those flights how many do you give out? I would love to know that. Because I gosh, what airline was And I you on? know what? How on? about this? If you need one, you should be able to claim one at the fucking desk or something so that you don't have to try to buckle walk all the way back down the aisle, do all this shit when you just need to fucking sit down in your seat and leave. I will say I did do an Amazon search to see if you can buy them yourself. And you can. You can buy a seatbelt extender and you can carry it with you and you can have it. And, you know, if that is something because there is nothing more uncomfortable than feeling like you're having to. Like you don't fit. Put Well, to put your insecurity on black. Yeah. yeah, To put something that you're deeply insecure about, you know, on blast to a stranger and then have them say, well. You know, you're too fat. Here's the extender. Eat less? Like, what? Eat, yeah. So there always is that option to carry the extender. I think, though, like like you've said, are we going to be creating seatbelts that are five feet long? No. Okay. No. Like, let's just be reasonable here. Like, if a reasonably sized person needs a seatbelt extender, then your seatbelt uh-huh. is unreasonable. Just make it longer. Is there some reason why? Is it after a certain length? If you have it with some slack, like nobody's seatbelt works, like, you know, what's the deal? I wonder. I don't know. It's just, it's it's a lot. It's confusing. I'm on Team Remy. I'm I, neutral. I think flying is already, I think flying's already uncomfortable. Uh-huh. I think that, it's literally like it's a seatbelt. It's the it's a safety thing. It like, is a safety thing, yeah. But I I'm very neutral on this on this topic because I then think, okay, we're going. Then we offer seatbelt ex- or we you know lengthen the seatbelts. Right? Is the next option then to widen the seats as well? Like where does it stop? You know? And I just want to know the amount of people that. I would like to know the percentage of people that fit comfortably in. I mean, yeah, but the whole like, where does it stop thing? It's like, yeah, so we, so maybe they do widen the seats and we can actually yeah. fit, you know, and we can, and then strap ourselves in and like not have to mm-hmm. be closer to a stranger than I've ever been to even my boyfriend. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't think that's like a slippery slope. Like, that's just one of those things like, okay, so what if we could experience comfortable air travel? What if? And I will say, when I was... It's already disgusting. I was flying, I think it was Southwest or United. I want to say it was Southwest. Mm -hmm. But I sat down and the seatbelt was so short and it was so... I'm a size 12, 14. A size 12, mm-hmm. 14. That is a normal average body weight, mm-hmm. right? And in a pant yeah. size. And so for me to sit there, though, and for it to be uncomfortable, it's like, holy shit. And I remember the woman who sat next to me, too, made a comment. And she was herself yeah. a normal sized. She was smaller than me and said, God, this thing is tight. And these seats feel small. Yeah. And I did, See? I invite you to go look because there are websites or there, I think in the New York Post, they actually talked about the length, the length of seatbelts for each airline. And I think Southwest is the smallest and then Delta and then United. I think United's the most size inclusive, I guess. But it's a, it's an interesting conversation. <laughs> and I, I, I can't wait because I feel like Delta is going to respond because it's picking up so much steam. And well, and Delta is like a, a preferred yeah. airline. People love to mm-hmm. fly Delta. So it's like, I don't know. I just don't understand. Like, I feel like I have just a problem with air travel in general because I feel like they squeeze us into this tiny tube that's so scary. You know, those flight attendants only get paid from the second the plane's up in the air to the yes. second the plane touches the ground. And I just feel like it's just they're always like, we got to save money. We got to weigh your bag. Oops, you're a pound over. You need to pay us $50 and your seatbelt doesn't fit. It's like, holy fuck. Like, can I just get there? I mean, if Remy, Remy Bader can take down the airline industry, like more power to her. I think it's a mm-hmm. but I just I wanted to talk about this article because I thought it was an interesting conversation to have because there is such there's people that are extremely fat phobic and 
there's people that yeah. are ignorant to body sizes and body inclusivity. I just, I can't understand an argument against a seatbelt when it's a fucking seatbelt. Well, and I also want to remind people, like, when people make comments of, like, eat less and go to the gym, it's like, there are people, it's called genetics. Like, you could work out every day and eat healthy and still be curvy, you know, and still be a size well, six, and like still be a size 16, 18 and be extremely healthy and active. I would also. <laughs> yeah. And I would argue that most people before they get on a plane have just starved themselves, got a spray tan and lifted <laughs> weights and only ate spinach for about two weeks before they got on that plane and they still felt bloated and they didn't want to be in a bathing suit. And now they have to ask for a seatbelt extender. Here's the thing. Let's just all be comfortable. Yeah. No one's asking for like uh, separators, you know, where you can't even see the person next to you. But like, I mean, those would, I would I like mean, to that fit. would be great. And maybe that's going to be our TikTok right. trend is, you know, I would like, I would like a shield between myself and the person sitting next to me and don't. Oh, for sure. <laughs> even first class. Like, look, I phone, phone first class every once in a while and even that, you're close to the person. And another thing, if you're going to put me by one of those unaccompanied minors, you better be paying <laughs> for my flight. Yeah. I'm not a fucking babysitter, international fucking babysitter what? in the sky. What and the if hell? You voluntar- <laughs> if you voluntarily agree to sit in that emergency exit row and God forbid the plane go down and I have to help you, like, I feel like you should get the Medal of Honor. You know, like there should be... We'll be back after a quick break. Were you team Backstreet Boys or Sync? Brittany or Christina? Simple Life or Newlyweds? With When They Popped, you don't have to pick a side because we're going to mention it all. When They Popped retells the stories of the late 90s and early 2000s biggest celebrities, trends, and phenomena like boy band mania, celebrity-based reality TV, and the rise of famous for being famous socialites. We'll unpack their rise to fame and uncover some facts you may have not known along the way. So throw up your away message and throw it back with us with When They Popped. Available wherever you stream your podcasts. You get a free fucking snack box if you sit in those spots. That's what I think. I don't get it. They are so rude. And, you know, they go around with that bag. Trash, trash, trash. My brother says they're not asking for trash. They're telling you that you're trash. <laughs> and tell your brother is a flight attendant. <laughs> yeah, it's my brother's a flight attendant. Oh, my God. I worked with somebody that was a flight attendant. Oh my God. And she had the craziest stories. But. You guys, anyways, I hope you enjoyed that. I know it was very non-Bravo related, but I thought it was a good conversation. I liked it. I feel impassioned. I might join Remy Bader's fight to take down Delta <laughs> Airlines in a safe way, non-terroristical okay. way. <laughs> yeah, don't get us flagged. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We mean it, like all above water yeah. here. Talking about the corporation, <laughs> not the planes. Okay. Right, exactly. The planes stay in the air as long as possible. Okay, moving on. Tell me what the hell is going on with Louie and Tree. Oh, my God. Okay, so New Jersey has been flipped on its side. Okay, so Louie has been sued and he filed for bankruptcy. <gasps> and wait, wait, and wait. Teresa had to go to the hospital. Wait, 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 wait. He filed for bankruptcy? Okay. Yes. So this is how it all starts. I wrote this sentence and I really like it. So I'm going to read it. Teresa's boy toy is in legal trouble. I felt like page six when I read that. Okay. So several people have sued him and his company. His company's allegedly called Digital Media Solutions for violating the Telephone Consumer Protection Act. <laughs> Oh. I'm so thankful that we are finally getting tough on the law that that I think we should be getting but, tough on. Yes. Stop fucking calling me. This is harassment. Stop fucking texting me. I'm done. Absolutely. And do you ever notice when I at least I've no, I've noticed this, like if you start online shopping, you know, and sometimes you get annoyed when they say accept all cookies and that thing pops up and you just like click allow. So it just goes yeah. away. 
Yeah. Do you notice yes. people get inundated with emails, text like spam text messages and spam phone calls? I'll have like five spam calls in a in a row. Because I yeah. was on William Sonoma, you know? Okay. I was telling George Glass about this and he goes, Whenever a computer asks you if this is okay, say no. Yeah. And I was like, Wait, you yes. can say no to that? So I'm like on the internet and I go, I don't know if the page will still work. And then it comes up and it's like the cookies. And I go, no. And the page still fucking yes. worked. So you know what? Fuck your cookies. We're gluten free All you now. have to do is hit manage cookies or when that box populates and you just hit the auto button that says turn off all data collection. Yeah, that's important, you guys, because we can't be. Here's the uh, now I'm on another soapbox because scammed. Okay, no, and we can't be giving away all of our hard work for free. I who sits there and does the scrolling? Who sits there and does the liking and the commenting? Okay, well, and you. Wait, 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 wait. Again, we do the work. Devil's advocate here. There are days where absolutely, I, I. I am impassioned by my privacy and I don't want anybody watching me. But then there are moments where I'm extremely lazy and I do love a targeted ad that's doing the shopping for me. You know, I agree with that. Like, I do love that. We're like, I'll go on West Elm and I'll look at some plates, you know, and then it gives me a plethora of different types of options. And I'm like, wow, I would have never found that. Like, thank you. Data collection. Thank you, Louie. That's, you know. Thanks, Thanks Louie. You know, I do have to say thank you to Louie and to Jen Shaw because you're right. It's like, how many times have you been like, you know, I do need a new phone charger <laughs> or whatever you need that you start saying really slow and loud around your devices so that it'll tell you what to buy. You could just buy this one. I want to get to the point where Amazon ships me my stuff without oh, that's me ordering around the, it. That's around the corner. All I want, you send me whatever. You think I need it? You're mm-hmm. right. You're probably right. So Louie's in trouble because his company is the company of all companies that does all that stuff. So I went to his website, Digital Media Solutions. It's gone, obviously, because he's is being it showing sued. an error page, so, like the 404 error found. E- exactly. Wow. Uh-huh. Website not found. So website's down, but of course... Bloomberg.com has got the deets. So Bloomberg describes Digital Media Solutions, Inc. as a marketing technology company. The company develops in-house digital media solutions that connects and tracks digital performance marketing data, offering valuable insight into consumer behaviors and campaign performance. Corporate words. DMS serves customers. Yeah, it's blah, blah, blah. We are the cookies. It's like when Jen Shaw was describing what she did on, on the last um, episode of the reunion oh where Andy Cohen's like, what's monetization? She's like, monetization is, right. you know, it's like, shut right. up. You don't know what you're doing. Right. You're using adjectives, verbs, nouns to describe. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, data strategies and data configurations. It's like, what? Yeah. So here's the other thing. Whenever I hear the word data, because I live with a fucking data engineer architect, ar- architect, um, I immediately think personal information mm-hmm. because that's what the data is. And so I'm sitting here like, as soon as I hear that you're accused of data anything, like I know that you're creepy with like all my information letting yeah. it go. And I don't trust Louie. I didn't trust him before. And I don't trust him okay. now. And apparently, Who's what? suing him? So, so a bunch of people were suing him last year. Like, there were like three different lawsuits of people who were like, you, they sent the accusing Louie of sending Louie's company of soliciting or sending unsolicited text messages like, uh, click here for free six months of car insurance or like, um, Bait like clicks. quick Kia's having a sale. Yeah. You know, when you get those links in your text messages and then he'd also 
allegedly his company would text fake links to redirect back to his website. So like, you know, when you'll get the the thing, claim your prize, blah, blah, blah. Or like Verizon, you've paid your bill. Click mm-hmm. here. And it takes you to like another website. He does that allegedly. And somebody now is claiming that the way that Louis gets his customers and allegedly harasses these people is by pulling phone numbers from the do not call registry. <gasps> so that's not good. Okay. So in fact, that's bad. So Louie is the owner, CEO, CEO, like full blown runs this busy. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly from page six and wow. stuff. Yeah. Okay, so then separately from him being a scammy scam scammer scam, he was also sued in 2021. Ew, why did I say it like that? For allegedly allegedly mismanaging funds from a vendor that he had a business partnership with. So he was in charge of some transaction for like fruits and uh-huh. veggies. So specifically, a company sold his company fruits and veggies in the amount of $113,404. So this is like probably like a grocery store shipment or something, you know, or like a fruit stand. Like this is obviously a store. So apparently Louis company or Louis or whatever allegedly never paid those people for their fruits and veggies. And because they never got that money, it's a lot of money, a hundred thousand dollars. They had to file bankruptcy and, and then during this website, this website, I don't know if I took my pill today because I'm having fritzy brain. <laughs> but um, then Louie, in turn, filed bankruptcy so bank- for one million dollars. Okay, so cor- like bankruptcy, bankruptcy for his corporation, not personal bankruptcy. You know, page six only said filing bankruptcy. So I, it didn't give me a chapter or anything, actually. So I'm not sure. Do you think Teresa Schwitzen over there stressing out? Okay, so. Like, what is happening? What, what, what's going on? What? It's, it's odd. You think she's going to sign the prenup now? You think she's going to get married? Like, I hope she does not marry this man. I hope that they stay in a relationship. Of course, like, we do not know what's going on behind closed doors. This is just one article. But I just hope and pray to God that she does not get married. Keep your assets. No, keep your, I just, keep your assets separate. Keep yourself separate. Do not, in any way, connect yourself to somebody who is already going through legal issues. Like she went to prison. Yeah. Prison. I know. I know. And I just don't want her to then be on the hook financially for his wrongdoing. Yeah. Sad. I agree. And. And I feel like, okay, when she was like, oh, you know, well, we love each other and he has his money and I have my money. Okay, but at the end of the day, this is a man who just showed you he he makes terrible decisions. And once you get married, it's not he has his money and I have my money. It's also and we have our money. And so I don't know. It's like I just get worried for her. So so, you know, she ended up in the hospital. This weekend. Yeah. So apparently Teresa was admitted to the hospital this week um, for an emergency medical procedure. And her like publicist released a statement saying that it's it was a non cosmetic emergency surgery. I wonder if her her pink or not pink. What is that? Your um, appendix appendix burst. Well, I feel like you would say, oh, she had a burst appendix, not a non-cosmetic emergency surgery. Like, all emergency surgery is pretty much non-cosmetic, which makes me think she busted a titty open. (laughs) I think she popped a tit. Because that's an emergency, and and then that's the only thing that I could think of them being like, yes, she had to get her breasts redone because it popped. Yeah, but I think it might be something. I think it might be an appendix or... Mm-hmm. Did she break a bone or something? And they're just saying, you know, it's a non cosmetic surgery. She's posting people- like she's posting cryptically, like the girls who post their hospital bracelets, like for sprained ankles, you know, <laughs> where she's like, oh, like Gia's like, oh, you're so strong, mom, like all this stuff. It like making me think it's it's got to be a titty. No, I think you're wrong. 
I think you're wrong. I wonder what. Okay, well, I wonder what it is. I bet we'll find out soon. There's no way they're going to keep that secret. No. No way. Well, I mean. So that's what's going on in Jersey, but. It sounds like we're going to have some serious updates pretty soon. Why don't we take, why don't we take a little hop over to Stanton Island? What's going on over there? Oh, my God, you guys. Is that what it's called? Stanton? I thought it was Staten Island. Isn't it Staten Island or something? Staten Island. Staten? Staten. We're going Bravo adjacent here, okay? So we're going to hop over the pond, hop over the Hudson, Mm -hmm. I think. Probably totally wrong. Sounds right. I have a gripe, and this may just be my criminal behavior. It's going to be my last story. But what is going on with Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson? Because oh my god, I understand. So happy for her. She seems very happy. She did a that that interview with Ellen DeGeneres where she was like gushing over Pete. But I have a comment, and you guys saw it on our Instagram post. I don't understand why we are continuing this narrative of my girl is a lawyer. And we are continuing to pretend like Kim Kardashian is an attorney. Like she is in her first going into her second year of law school. Yeah. She's the furthest thing from an attorney. at She's, this point. she's like, so far away from an attorney. And it's like talentless created those sweatshirts. It says Kim's my lawyer. Now Pete has the my girl is my lawyer. And even Jen Shaw was like, I want Kim on my legal team. It's like she's not an I attorney. Know. She's, She's a law student, for God's sakes. And listen, we love Elle Woods as much as the next girl. Absolutely. But you're still a fucking student. And at least she was under the supervision of other attorneys during this trial thing, which was still unrealistic. But Kim, Kim, you're you're a 2L. Just it's, chill. And She's I know pe- totally people, a front row gunner. No, but pe- I'm sure there are people who are like, oh my gosh, you guys are just being hypercritical. No, the Maybe. reason why... It bothers me as like me and you. And I know other people I went to law school. I've seen them post it too Mm -hmm. on their Instagram stories because you're promoting yourself and you're holding yourself out to be an attorney. And I guess I'd never have operated that way because you have a long way to go. Like you have the bar exam to pass and the bar exam is extremely difficult. And how embarrassing to fail it. I mean, like I did no, five no, no, times. But, no, no, but I'm saying like how embarrassing to fail. Like you're holding yourself out to be an attorney. Your boyfriend has. Right. I have my girl is a lawyer and you have merch that literally says that. Right. And it's and just you, a very odd right. position to take. And and it bothers me because there are so many people out there that have worked their asses off, who have gone to law school, who have taken the bar exam and I don't know. It's weird. I find it odd. It's like, it's like she's misappropriating or like. It's, it's to me, it's like if you had a friend who went to like get her LVN license uh-huh. and then you were like, her boyfriend had a tattoo that said, my girl's a heart surgeon. And you're like, oh, so far from heart surgeon, but on your way. <laughs> no, you know what I was comparing it to? And people are probably going to come for me for saying this. That's like me getting the Olympic rings tattooed or like my boyfriend <laughs> getting the Olympic rings tattooed on him because I I'm training for the Olympics. Right. It's like exactly. you, don't, you don't do that. Like you don't get the Olympic ring tattoo until after you've gone to the Olympics. And most often you've meddled, you know, Um, and I also I have it's another bone to weird. pick. It's weird. Why doesn't it say girlfriend? Why does it just say girl? I don't know. I don't know. And I I mean, it's a really cute. I think it's a super cute tattoo. Like if she really was an attorney and passed the bar. I think it, like more yeah. power to you. Absolutely. It's so cool. But it's just like she's so far away from being a lawyer that. I don't know. It bothers me. It bothers me, too. It's weird. But it is. It's like getting the Olympic ring tattoo. I know they're so far from. They're totally different things. But it's I think that's the only thing that I can analogize it. Like okay. it's an- I've I've literally gone to law school, graduated, taken the bar so many times. I could make one myself. <laughs> right. Have the degree like all that. And I can't call myself a lawyer. Yeah. So you definitely can. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Anyways, 
that Anyways, was my is that, that your the, criminal behavior it, well i do have another i have an actual criminal behavior but that was just my last story i know people are probably so sick of talking about that and hearing about it but it just it bothers Sorry. people and it's not just us. I've seen it, like I said, on other people's posts and yeah. stuff. It bothers people in the legal community because you're holding yourself out to be something you're not. And you haven't earned mm-hmm. that right. You haven't. Right. Totally. That no. is a that is a prestigious thing that you are. It's like, like you said, like being a doctor. Like you're not a doctor until you've passed your medical boards and you're a resident, like in your residency. Yeah. You can say you're in the medical field and you're you're in med school, but you're not a doctor yet. Like that's a title that you should feel so proud of obtaining after you've, you know, like there's a sense of pride. Or in like it. so scared to assume. Like I would be so that's, scared to like, I don't know, like even pretend because it's like it's scary. That's what you could get sued. That <laughs> yeah, and also it's just embarrassing. Like to me, it's embarrassing. You know, but I don't think Kim, Kim, like, people have seen Kim's butthole. Like, this is not going to embarrass her. <laughs> I feel like once you've done that, like, you're fine it's with so really true. anything. It's so true. <laughs> okay, well, that was my last story. So do you have any criminal behaviors? I do. I do have criminal behavior, actually. I have... um It's a bone-to-pick criminal behavior, and it has to... It's it started on Instagram and then it made its way onto TV. So okay. my my criminal behavior is people who post Instagram photos of like their terrible wound that they just sustained. I fucking hate it. You are disgusting. You should be arrested, put in jail right now. Mm-hmm. Don't pass go. It is it is so shocking and every time it just catches me so off guard. And I'm very a queasy person about things yeah. like that. And it just rattles me. I, it's disgusting. Listen, if you want to show off your scars or whatever, can you just put a slideshow that says yeah. swipe for scar? You know, because it's it's crazy. Swipe and for then, gaping wound. Yeah. And then it made its way onto below deck sailing. I don't know if you saw that episode where the chef uh-huh. hit his head. Ugh, I can't even get into it. The chef hit his head and part of his scalp came off. <gasps> and they kept fucking showing it and zooming in. And Cash, I literally am going to pass out right now thinking about no, it. No, like, I haven't been watching. I haven't had time to watch Below Deck. I had to take my glasses off so that I couldn't even no. make out what was happening on the TV. It was so bad. It was so bad. So that's my criminal behavior. It's disgusting. Okay, well, I have a Bravo criminal behavior. It is, have you Ooh. heard the news? So Jen Shaw decided to create a merch line, which I think was oh um, based off of our merch that she saw. But mm. she did create a merch line. And have you heard the allegations out there? I think so. So she has been selling t-shirts for like 20 to $30. Things that say sayings of like Shaw Maisie, not guilty, free Jen Shaw. Sweatshirts for like 65 bucks. And then she's also selling like a bedazzled jacket for $120. Uh-huh. There are allegedly people have not received the merch that they ordered a while ago. <laughs> oh, weird. You got scammed by Jen Shaw. Welcome to the club. And so that is my criminal behavior. Like, girl, just learn. Just learn, learn, learn. But anyways. Learn your lesson. That was amazing. Well, um, oh my you guys, <laughs> I love, that was Shaw amazing. I love this debriefs. I have so much fun doing them. Do you? I know. I have so much fun because we get to talk about everything. It's legal. It's pop culture. It's just a. I want to do more of these. I know. They're so fun. Let us know if you guys like them, if you hate them. I'm sure you'll let us know. (laughs) I'm very sure. People do a lot of things. Yeah. Um, And if you want more of this content because you just can't get enough of our glowing personalities, head on over to Patreon. Shout out to our VIP Patreon Patreon members, Classic Sky Tops, CK, and Mr. or Mrs. Smith. Um, We have a bunch of different tiers over on Patreon. You can... Get be like on our newsletter tier where you get a newsletter every month, our commercial free tier. We put a lot of polls on there. Um, so it's really fun. And go rate, review, and subscribe. Please, five stars or no rating. 
Well, <laughs> we also share on our Patreon. We do a lot of personal stories as well. We get a little bit more... We're more open on the Patreon. And so if you like these little yeah. tangents we go on sideways, I invite you to go over to Patreon and subscribe. It's hilarious. Sometimes we get a little wine drunk. Um, <sighs> check it out. Check Until it out. Until next time. Uh, goodbye. Bye.